what's up everybody it's your girl k monet welcome back to another episode quick shout out to my day ones the newbies and the nosies so i'm not even gonna play with y'all today because i know the last two weeks i had y'all like girl girl we gonna have some fun in this episode because those last two were kind of depressing huh i don't know if they were depressing for y'all but for me sis was going through it ben and jerry were best friends over here and i just don't have time because i still need to commit to summering the mess out of this summer and i can't summer with my stomach sitting on my lap i just can't do it i mean i could because big girls rule but mm, i don't know i kind of want that flat flat back i ain't never had no flat flat what am i talking about see this is the best and worst thing about having your own podcast. You can say whatever you want to say, <laughs> but then you have to remember, sis, you ain't never had no flat stomach. I mean, it was cute. You've had a cute stomach before, but you ain't never had no flat stomach. Like, stop playing. But anyway, let's jump into today's episode. So today we're talking about That's Just My Baby Daddy, The Legend, The F-Boy Extraordinaire, Q. I hate to categorize people. I'm really trying to get out of the habit of saying, okay, you belong to this specific group, so you're automatically this, this, and that, the other. I hate stereotypes, and I'm trying not to do it, but there are some that just stand true. And for me, if you go by initials instead of a real name, you're usually trouble. Think about it. How many TJs, BJs, ABs, KPs, JRs have ruined your life? I know it's just not me. And it's even worse when they go by one letter, Q. Q, for real? That's your name. Your whole name is just Q. That's just it. That's just what you're going for? Oh, okay. Cool. It's one of those things, like, if you can't even give me a real name, you're definitely not going to give me a real relationship. So what are we doing here? But that was one of the first red flags. Like, oh, you got an initial for your name, but did I stop there? Nope. Y'all know how I do with red flags. Red carpet sachet. I've arrived, where's my camera, where's my light, okay? That's how we do. I hate it here, I really, <laughs> I really do. I can't wait till one day we can just laugh about all these stories, cause it's sad. All of this bull that I've gone through is really, really sad, but like I said before, I hope it's helping somebody because sheesh. All right, so let's get into it. So for those of you who have read the book, and if you haven't, make sure you stop by my website, imkmonet.com, to get your copy so that you won't be lost during these episodes. But anyway, in the book, the same night that I met Isaac was the night that I met Q. Now, here's the issue. I wasn't attached to either one of them. I was just going out for a night on the town with my girls. There happened to be guys there. I happened to be rubbing my booty on one while I was eyeballing the other. So <laughs> Isaac and I were getting friendly. I told y'all that in one of these episodes. But then I saw Q from across the room and I'm like, oh, who is this chocolate bar over here? Let me go and see what's good. Y'all know I got a sweet tooth. So I just went over there and he was talking to one of my homegirls. So I went and act like I was talking to her, but I was really conversing with both of them. And he's trash too, because he peeped game. He saw me over there with Isaac. So under his breath, he's like, that's your dude. And I'm looking at my friend. I'm looking at the girlfriend, but I'm talking to the dude like, oh, it's complicated. And he's catching the full vibe. And he was like, all right, I'll, I'll get in touch with you. I'm like, cool. Because Isaac had saw what's going on too. Like, I can't trust this hoe she over here trying to make connections you supposed to be with me so he rode up I continued to act like I was talking to my friend shout out to my friend if you are listening well not shout out to you you got me in trouble you knew both of these dudes and you let me go okay <laughs> it's not your fault but you was wrong on the low but shout out to you 
for the introduction because I surely had a great time until it wasn't a great time. It just, it'd be like that, but whatever. We still cool and that's all that matters. Anyway, like I said, me and Isaac were talking, saw this other dude, had to let him know he can contact me through the homegirl, but I can't give you my number right now because I'm kind of with this dude that I don't know for real, but I'm kind of feeling him and I just don't want to mess that up, but I want to talk to you too. It's just the whole thing. So Q understood the assignment. He's like, hey, hook me up with shoddy and address. So my homegirl calls me like, yo, Q hit me up. He said he want to meet you. I'm like, okay, have another house party. I'm going to come through. We'll link there. If I like him, we'll leave together. If not, then I'll just stay at the house with you and then everything will be cool. So I'm like, cool. We go to her house. He comes in. He has all these bottles. We're turning up. Him and I are in the kitchen just talking and drinking, vibing, having a good time. And then at some point we start kissing. I don't know how this happened. I don't even know this dude's last name. I don't even know this dude's first name. Honestly, if, if we're being completely honest with ourselves, like you told me your name is Q. Is that Quentin? Is that Quincy? I don't know your first name, let alone your last name, but my tongue is smooth down your throat and I have no problem with it. So then we go to the club again. We go to these bars that's by her house and I'm dancing on him too, having a good time. So Genuine's Pony <laughs> comes on and I am wowing. I'm acting like I'm about to get royalties for this song playing. Like, I don't know why I was so hyped, but I'm so hyped. I'm twisting, I'm turning, dropping it, rolling it, picking it up slow. I'm having me a good old time and he's enjoying it as well. So at one point I feel, you know, something poking me and I'm like, hmm, this is, this is rather, who? what's, what's going on back here? So instead of minding my business i take my hand and decide to mind his and i'm you know rubbing and my hand just keeps going and going and going and i'm like oh you got one of those okay so this is going to have to be a no because there's too much stuff that you have right now that you want to give me that i want you to give to me i would love to receive it but this is the type of i don't even know how to explain it what you're packing is going to cause me to be stupid. More dumb than I already am at this point. And I don't need it in my life. So at that moment, I said, I'm not going to have sex with him because it's going to be a problem. He's going to cause a problem. I don't want it. I do want it, but I know I shouldn't want it. So I'm going to leave it alone. But did I leave it alone? No. Do I ever leave it alone? See, that's the problem with me. I don't know stuff. Like, I'm smart. I know I shouldn't go towards it. I'm like, oh, that's a red flag. Or, oh, he's going to be on some bull. Or, oh, he's not going to treat you right. But then I walk straight towards it. Why do I do that? Because I'm stupid, you know? Because I was stupid. Let's let's do that. That's the past. Because I she was dumb. Yep, sure was. So, I tell myself I'm not going to mess with this guy like this. What I do? Next day, he takes me out. Gave him my number. While we're at the party dancing to Genuine's Pony, he's like, yeah, let's hang out tomorrow. Okay, cool. Give him my address. He comes, gets me. Once again, ladies, I've talked about this before. Why don't we give men our address? Because now they know where we live and they can pop up on us even when we're supposed to be done with them. Ladies, if you don't learn anything from me, if you don't take anything from this podcast, meet him there. Don't give men access to you so early on because you might not want them to have that access, Okay learn from my mistakes but anyway so he pulls up 
I'm looking cute. I got on this dress or whatever. I, I didn't ask him where we were going. He said he was going to take me out on a date. I got dressed like we're going on a date. So I come outside and the first thing I see is sorority plates. Hmm. Sorority plates. Now he's in a fraternity. I was expecting to see Greek plates, but I was expecting it to be for men. I didn't expect to see a sorority plate. So I get in the car, the car smell all fruity and tropical and stuff. I felt like that meme on um, social media, like, oh, I'm about to see a Fruit Loops bird. Like, why does it smell wonderful in here? What's going on? It's all tropical and stuff. Like, do I need to put a little flower in my hair? Get my beach wave bundles? Like, what's happening? Why does it smell wonderful in here? Whose car is this? I'm asking him, bruh, what's, what's going on? Because this is not your car. He's like, huh? Don't say, huh? Because now I already know that you're lying. Whatever you're about to say is going to be a lie because you said, huh? You heard me. I'm sitting right next to you in this wonderfully smelling car. You heard what I said. Whose car is this? He's like, uh, uh, what is all this? What What are you doing? Whose car is it, sir? It's a simple question that deserves a simple answer. Whose car is it? Because it's not yours. Just answer the question. He said, all right, I'm not going to lie. It's Nikki's car. Who is Nikki? Who is Nikki? Better question, where is she at? And is this like a Jody and Yvette situation where she's at work? You done dropped her off at work and we got to go pick her up? Am I going to be in the car with you when you go pick her up? Do I got to pretend that I'm a cousin? What's ha what is my role in this? Like, what's my line so I can go over it? Because what I'm not about to do is fight this chick over you. Is she going to pop up? Is she the type that pops up? and want to fight because I'm expensive. All the stuff I have on right now is expensive. I'm not trying to fight nobody. Like maybe when I used to live on the east side and I wore straight backs and forces, but now I'm expensive. I'm not doing that. If she want to fight over you, she can have you. So now he's weak. He's in the car having so much fun, laugh like you not gonna fight over me for real. Like you ain't even gone. You ain't gonna fight for my honor. Sir, what honor? You picked me up in some chick's car. We should jump you. Are you serious? He's weak, having a good time. He's like, you know, I'm in between cars. So let me stop you right there. In between cars, really? I've heard of in between jobs, but in between cars. Sir, if you don't have no car, just say that. She let me use her car from time to time. I'm like, well, what you do for her? So then he gives me that look like, shut up, because you don't want to know. And I didn't. I didn't want to know because I already knew. Because once again, I felt it, okay? When we were dancing, I felt it. So I already know what you giving her. And this is exactly why I decided that I'm not going to sleep with you because you're not about to have me over here with some nappy weave and walking home because you got my car because I'm giving you everything you need because you're giving me some of the stuff that I need. I'm not doing it. That's a red flag too. You picking me up for a day in another chick's car, completely disrespectful. It lets me know that you don't care about me, but... The sad thing is I didn't even care about myself during that time. I was so gone and self-esteem was so low that I was just like, whatever, we going on a date. Where's she at? She out of town? Okay, cool. Let's go. So we pull up to the movies and I'm like, I'm overdressed. But they had a full bar at the movie. So I was like, okay, let's let's get some popcorn and get these drinks then. But still, side note, dudes, um, 
Do y'all do other dates than dinner in a movie? I mean, like, I know y'all do, but, like, if you are still doing just dinner in a movie as a first date, level up. Because there's so many other things that you can do. There's wine tasting. There's live music. Uh, concerts. Horseback riding. Indoor skydive. There's just so many different things that you can do. And then if you tailor it specifically to the woman that you're dating... There's nothing about me. Well, maybe I'm lying. I was about to say there's nothing about me that says dinner in a movie, but that was, <laughs> that's now. Back then, I definitely probably said like hot Cheetos and Netflix. Real talk. So let me stop trying to bash him because he was probably doing <laughs> what he saw was okay. Dang, I was hot Cheetos and Netflix. Psh. I'm so proud of me. I am doing such a good job now. I did not know my work back then. It's so crazy when you think about stuff like that. I was really getting upset at the fact that he just took me to the movies, but chick, that's what you was worth back then. Okay, let's get back on track. So we go to the movies. I'm drinking. And then, so he takes my hand again and he's, okay, we're not gonna talk about that part. Y'all read the book for that. We're gonna skip over that. We're doing something in the movies we ain't got no business doing, so we ended up having to leave abruptly because stuff got real. Read about it in the book. So we go outside, and he's trying to convince me to hop in the back seat with him. Like, yo, let me let me show you something real quick. At this point, I have a smooth attitude because it's like, okay, so you dinner in a movie me. Now you're trying to hop in the back seat me? For real? Like, this is, this is what we doing. Now, once again, like I said, I have an attitude, but these are the vibes that I was giving off. So I really shouldn't have been mad at him. I should have been mad at me for giving off the vibes that this stuff was okay. Now, <laughs> the crazy part about it though, even though I have an attitude, I'm still strongly considering it. Let me not fool you and try to act like I was too good to hop in the back seat because I would have. But there were two things that were keeping me from doing that. Number one, Isaac caught me when I was in the movie. And I had to like text him like, babe, I'm in the movie. I, I didn't tell him who I was with. So technically I wasn't lying, but now nah, I was lying. I, I told him I was in the movie, but I still withheld pertinent information from him that I was in the movies with another dude. So that was my bad. But when we got in the car, we're still texting. He's telling me how his trip was because he was out of town. Just like the girl that Q, whose car we were in, she was out of town. And that's the second reason why I didn't go because it's like, you really think that I'm number two. You really think that it's okay for you to pick me up in another chick's car and then smash me in the back of her car. Who do you think this, like, what do you think this is? Now, like I said before, I thought about it because my mindset was trash back then. I did not value myself. But a little piece of me, the little bad bee that could in me was like, you deserve more make this man take you home because he's tripping and he's feeling himself and you got to put it into this stuff quick because he's the type I mean he just really isn't he's done this before and many women have fell for it because he can back it up but at that point I was not trying to be one of those chicks so I'm like take me home so he takes me home and he's like you sure you don't want me to come up I'm sure you can leave so after that, things with us kind of got a little bit shaky. Like we would still text and we would still flirt, but anytime he would invite me over or invite me out, I would never go because it's like, you don't respect me for real. Plus I got a whole team over here. Like you really think you the only one that got hoes? No, sir, please don't ever play with me because if you try, I play the game the best. Let's not. So him and I were cool, but we were just not 
you know, kicking it that much. But then all my hoes started going crazy. Isaac decided to get with his girlfriend. The dude that I had in the friend zone had jumped out of the friend zone, had me all in my feelings, and then him and I fell out. I had a whole bunch of people that I was just keeping in my pocket for a rainy day. And everybody just decided to go crazy at one time. And I was like, all right, so let's go over Q's house, start the rotation back over because these people are tripping. So I'll go to Q's house touching on him, feeling on him, tearing off his clothes. And he's, I don't know, not rejecting me, but he's kind of hesitant a little bit. He keeps saying that he has to tell me something. Bruh, tell me in the morning. I got something to do right now. I don't know why you're rejecting me. I don't know if this is your little game. Try to act like you don't want it and I'm supposed to come a little bit harder or what. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what you want from me? Am I supposed to chase you at this moment? But at that point, I did because, like I said, all my hoes had lost their mind. They all stopped messing with me at the same time, and I had to get back on track. So you're it. You're the one that's left. I need you to do what I came over here to do. So we did, and it was, let's just say, we, we just both went to sleep directly after. It was one of those. So we're knocked out. We woke up late that next day, too. It was almost noon. And he went downstairs and made us some breakfast. So I get myself together. I'm gargling with his mouthwash, which is... Ugh, dudes be so trifling. Their bathroom's not clean all the time. I was just like, why... Have chick that who you borrow on her car come up here and clean your house because it's trifling on the low. Like, I can't believe I slept in this bed. This is... Ugh. But anyway, I go downstairs. We're having breakfast. Everything's fine. And then he has this look on his face that is just very disturbing. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? Why are you looking like that? And he breathing all heavy, like, yeah, I got something to tell you. And I'm like, oh, I hate those words. Every time somebody say they got something to tell me, it's just not good. I just don't like that phrase. Don't do that. Just tell me. Don't say we need to talk. Don't say I got something to tell you. Just blurt it out. Don't preface it because, ugh. Anyway, that's when he decides to tell me that the chick whose car he's been driving is pregnant. Okay. So then he tries to gas me up like, you know, you know, I've always liked you. and You've been playing me, but after last night, I thought things would change. You know, you top two and you ain't number two. Sir, what? That only works in Beyonce songs. What you mean I'm top two? No, I don't do that. I don't share. And I was such a hypocrite because <laughs> the whole time I was talking to him, I had a whole team on the sidelines but still that ain't got nothing to do with him no i can do that but you can i have to be the only one or you gets none what you mean top two are you kidding me he pissed me smooth off so i had to stop talking to him and run up out that house and i was just alone because like i said everybody started tripping he was supposed to be the backup plan that got everything back in motion but then you pop up with this baby a lot of stuff happened in between there. Once again, read the book to get all the details, but things got good and then things got bad and I went into like a small depression and I just wasn't feeling good and I just said, I need to go home for a little bit. I need to go get me a plane ticket, go see my family, love up on my family because it's rough. Things was getting really, really bad. I book a ticket, I get to the airport, 
I did something wrong with my ticket. Like I was supposed to be going back to the Midwest, but I said I was leaving from the Midwest and going back to Atlanta instead. So my ticket was just all wrong. But I remember that Q had ties with the airlines that I was on. So I called him like, yo, I'm trying to get home. My ticket is messed up. Can you fix it for me? He pulled some strings, got my ticket fixed, had me in first class, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay well that's a nice little apology first class that's what we doing okay cool back then i was very easily impressed i mean for real you and the thing is i really shouldn't have been mad at him because we weren't together i really didn't have anything to stand on to be mad that he went on about his life and had a baby because i wasn't about to give him no baby so i should have said congratulations and got him a gift but i was salty and I had an attitude and I was curving him when he was trying to talk and apologize. But then I called him when I needed him and he came through. So after I came back from my trip, we started talking again. This was a couple of months. By then he had already had the baby and everything was fine. So I asked him about the chick, like, so are y'all together or what's going on? He said, nah, we're just strictly co-parenting. I want to be with you. So... I'm asking him questions like, why do you want to be with me? He's like, it's always been you. I've always wanted to talk to you, but you never would give me 100% of your attention. So I always had to have somebody on the side. And I'm like, are you blaming me for this baby? Like, let's not do that. He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that at all. I'm just saying I've always wanted to talk to you, but you always had somebody else that you was messing with. He's like, even the night that I met you, you was throwing Steve Urkel up in my face. I'm like, don't call him Urkel. Like, I mean, I know he had glasses. I know he worked in IT and was kind of nerdy, but don't call him. Don't do that. Side note, Urkel is sexy. Jalil White, if you, no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm really just playing. Don't. Don't nobody send this to him because I don't have time. But anyway, he's gassing me, telling me he's always wanted to be with me. But I was the problem because I always had a team, which I did. But still, it was bad because all the things he was saying to me, I knew that they were wrong. I mean, you don't like me for real. You picked me up in another girl's car. You don't have the level of respect for me that you need to. But... The thing that I liked about Q the most is that he knew who I was at that moment and he didn't judge me. He knew I had a bunch of dudes sniffing around me. He knew that I wasn't really stable and that I wasn't good at relationships and he was still willing to be with me during that time. Now, I have mixed feelings about this because I do think that everybody has a past and I do think that it is important to be with somebody that respects you and that realizes that that's what you did and that's not who you are and gives you second chances and gives you grace and different things like that and loves you through all of your bs i do think that that is important but i also think that you should be with somebody that expects better from you like okay yeah you used to do that but do you still do that are you still living that same trash life because if so we're not in alignment and i can't be with you but the fact that he was saying like oh i've always cared about you i know that you've done this and this and that and the other i don't care mm, it was kind of like yeah you don't care because you probably still trash and i know this like once again all of the stuff that happens to me, and I'm pretty sure it's like this for you guys too, ladies. Like we see things that are wrong. We see red flags. We choose to ignore them. Stuff that happens to us that is bad in relationships, they don't just pop up out of nowhere. We're never really surprised. It's always like, oh, so that night when I called you and you didn't answer your phone, you was with her. Or that night when I accidentally followed you over to 
you were supposed to go over Quan's house, but you wasn't. You showed up at some restaurant. Like, what was you doing? You wasn't really going there to see your mom like you told me. You was with another chick. We're never really surprised. We have women's intuition, but we don't use it. So... As he's telling me all these things, as he's telling me how much he loves me and how much he wants a real relationship with me and how it's always been me and how he respects the fact that we can always be honest with each other and he knows that I have a past, but he's going to love me through it. My spidey senses are saying, sis, he's lying. Run. These are red flags. You should leave. You can do better. But once again... You can only date as high as your self-esteem is. So since mine was non-existent, I chose to believe him. I chose to believe that he wanted to be with me and that he was going to treat me right, even though everything up until that point screamed the opposite. So instead of choosing to love myself and to work on myself and get myself where I needed to be, I chose to receive a watered down version of love from him because that's all that I felt was being offered to me. Which sucks, ladies. I really want us to get to the point where we can know our worth and start dating according to it. Because when you don't, stuff like this happens. And I was listening to this pastor. His name is Dr. Miles Monroe. And he was talking about relationships and specifically marriages. And he was saying relationships are like omelets. They're only as good as the eggs. And that's why the Bible is talked about you got to be equally yoked with people. But him and I were both bad eggs. My egg was all rotten because I had poor self-esteem and I couldn't love myself. And his egg was trash because he was a liar and a cheater and a manipulator and just was out here sowing his royal oats. And we just tried to put that together to be in a relationship. Ew. Imagine if we would have stayed together. Imagine me and my broken stage being a stepmother to his daughter. What type of example would I have given her? She would have been messed up too. These are things that we have to think about, but I didn't. I wanted to be loved and he was offering some version of it, so I took it. So we decided to be in a relationship, which is the worst thing that we could possibly do. And we also decided that we were going to get sexual. I don't even think it was a discussion for real, for real, because during the time that him and I weren't together and that all the dudes that I was talking to kind of left simultaneously, I had decided to be celibate. Y'all know my journey is trash. Y'all know I've started over and I've started over and I've started over. This time I'm doing well and we're going to get there. We're going to get to the finish line this time. But before I was play play with it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to not have sex. But then I'll be like, well, you cute though. So, was it wide open or nah? Yeah, it just wasn't right. This time, I had decided that I was going to be celibate again, but then here he comes talking about he's going to love me through my pain and my shame and that he's going to be my husband and that I'm going to be the stepmom to his daughter and all this stuff and we're going to have this happy family and I'm eating all this piss poor porridge that he's feeding me thinking that we can actually have a happy life and it's just not, that's just not the way that it went. So we decided that we were going to be together and I talked myself into believing like, oh, well, he's going to be my husband anyway. So if I have sex with him now, it's not really going to matter because he's going to be my husband and God's not going to be mad at me. Lies. Lies and fabrications. So we went on ahead and did what we did. Well, a few times actually, but that's not the point. Here's where things got tricky. 
we lived far away. I'm not going to even lie. We lived about an hour, maybe even an hour 15 away. So he would never spend a night at my house because he would claim that he needed to get up early and go to work. And at first I was like, okay, I feel it. Because I worked maybe like 15 minutes away from where I lived. You trying to get into the city, I get it. There's always traffic in Atlanta. I don't want that for you. But then it got to the point, like, even on the days when we weren't together, when I would call him, it always seemed like he had to go into a different room to talk to me. He was always talking low. And then when he's in my face, I'm baby, babe, all type of pet names. But then we were on the phone. It'd be like, yeah, okay, because... Or he wouldn't say my name at all. I'm like, bruh, do I need to bring a Destiny Shout album out right here? Like, say my name say my name why are you not doing like what is happening we're this is what we on once again i told y'all i'm not good with social media stalking it's never been (laughs) it's never been a quality of mine but i know people in high places so i hit somebody up like yo i'm not even trying to start nothing or i'm not even trying to worry but something just don't feel right my dude is acting crazy tap in Just let me know if you see anything funny. Within an hour, Chick hits me back and she sends me a picture of him and the girlfriend and the daughter standing in front of a sold sign in front of their new house. So when you told me you were just co-parenting, what you really meant is that you and Chick brought a house together. Oh, okay. That's cool. I see how we doing. That's that's fine. So she sends me the picture and I crop it because I'm like, I don't want... Because sometimes dudes know how to do social media too. They'll see who you followed and who they following and all this stuff. Like figure out who screenshotted them. Like nobody has time for that. So I cropped the picture and I sent it to him and I went on about my business. He keeps calling me. I'm not answering because y'all know me. I don't really need closure. Like what closure do I need when I see a picture of you in front of a house with the woman you told me you were just co-parenting with? Really? You really want me to sit down and have a conversation with you so you can convince me that I'm tripping and that you still love me and that you still gonna be my husband? Really? You really, you really want me to sit down and sign up for gaslighting? No, thank you. Absolutely not. So I'm not dealing with him. I just take my L. I go on about my business, calling every single day, texting every single day, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing where I knew that I was still willing to be stupid for him because I didn't block him. And that's the thing that like really made me mad about myself. Like sis, he just disrespected you. You already saw all the red flags before you even decided to get serious with him. You broke your celibacy for him. And now you don't even have enough respect for yourself to block him from contacting you. You still you want to see the missed calls. You want to see the text messages. You want to see the baby, I love you. I'm so sorry. Can I explain? Can I come over? You want to see that. You want to see him drive up to your house and try to put the gate code in and you not letting him in. You want that. Why? Why did I want that? It was dumb. So eventually, I keep hearing these calls. I keep seeing it. One day I answer because I'm expecting for him to tell me something stupid that will make me feel, I don't even say make me feel okay because I want it to be dumb. Honestly, since I didn't block him, I want it to be dumb. I wanted to hear from him. So I answered the phone, but guess who was on the phone? (laughs) 
It was his baby mama. It was not him. It's this chick. So now I got to deal with this. On top of you embarrassing me, on top of you making me feel lowered and low, now I got to talk to the other woman? Really? (laughs) Okay, let's go. So I go to the bar, I take a shot. I'm like, what's good, sis? What you want? So she going all out. She having an attitude because he has my name saved as a nickname, a well-deserved nickname, might I add, in his phone. And she's going off about it, asking me what my real name is and all this stuff. I'm like, sis, let's not. Your man know what my name is. Let's not. Like, you can have him. Because once again, I'm not about to fight you for him. Clearly, you got the man, you got the baby, you got the house. You got what you want. Leave me out of it. She's not having it. Her and I have all these conversations. I ended up having to block his number because she kept calling from it. And then she called me from her phone. So I had to block that too. I'm blocking all these numbers. It got really, really bad to the point where I'm like, is this my life? How do I go from having a husband to being a homewrecker? How did that happen in one fell swoop? So remember earlier when I told y'all that I wanted to be on flat flat? You gotta be careful what you say because I was talking about my stomach, but clearly God had other plans and old chick flattened all my tires. She was like, oh, you wanna sit on my man's face. Now you can sit on the ground in your hubcaps because all your stuff is flat. All my tires flattened off four. Y'all know how painful it is to get four new tires? Like, I don't care how much money I get. I'm never buying four new tires at the same time. But I had to that time. Like, what else was I going to do? What else was I going to do? So the moral of the story is don't. Don't date dudes with initials for names. Don't ignore red flags. Don't get caught up in baby mama drama. Don't. If your whole team dismantles, don't try to revive it. Just don't. Ladies, it's just not worth it. So let's not and say that we did because going through all of this stuff, walking towards red flags as if they are red carpets is the dumbest thing that I've ever done. And yeah, I got some good stories out of it, but then look how much it set me back. Like I could have been so further ahead than I am now as far as like self-esteem. It took me a long time to get where I am now. And then there's even some time still where I'm like, well, wait a minute, like, uh, mm -mm -mm." I have to remember who the heck I am. So I have so much more to say, but I think I'm gonna stop it right here because there's going to be another episode next week where we're gonna get into, I'm sure, more shenanigans from my book. So until next time, stay out of situationships so you can stay out of your feelings.